Vancouver Presale Condos. Brought to you by the Vancouver Real Estate Podcast. This is the Vancouver Presale Condos Podcast, and I'm Matt Scalina. And I'm Adam Scalina. Everyone talks about the apparent lack of transparency when it comes to presale construction here in Vancouver. And it's true. It's a hyper-competitive environment, and there's tons of bad information and barriers to access. So here's what we do. One, this is your direct channel to developers in Greater Vancouver. Two, you will hear directly from the source about what makes their projects unique and neighborhoods great. Three, we seek out new construction projects across Metro Vancouver, both for investors and end users at various price points. So if you like what you hear on this podcast or are interested in pre-sale construction more generally, go over to VancouverRealEstatePodcast.com and sign up for VIP access. Okay, so we're here with Craig Anderson, Director of Marketing and Sales at Magnum Projects. How are you doing, Craig? Excellent. How are you doing, guys? Fantastic. Yeah, thanks for taking the time today, Craig. No, happy to. So, uh, Craig, we brought you on because we, we really wanted to talk about Soleil at White Rock Living. Um, yes. Uh, can you maybe start by telling us a little bit about the project? For sure. Um, you know, White Rock, uh, I actually truly love White Rock because it, first and foremost, I'd say it's almost the purest real estate market. There's not a lot of investors. There's no SkyTrain, no mass transit. So it really is real estate trading, you know, uh, kind of in the norm every day. Uh, this project will be the tallest tower in in White Rock, and it is in White Rock White sorry White Rock proper. Uh, it's on the southeastern corner of 16th and 152nd. It's where the old RBC was located. Wow! Uh, it'll be 26 stories, concrete, air conditioned building. Um, there'll be 25,000 square feet of new street level retail, including the new RBC branch. Which, if you've been driving south on 152nd coming into into White Rock, it'll completely change that corner. There's about a 3,000 square foot plaza, which really opens up that what we call the new gateway to to White Rock. So, is did you say that there's is it 3,000 square feet of commercial space then? So there's 25,000 square feet of street level commercial and wow. an additional 3,000 square foot uh, 3,000 square feet of plaza. Plaza space, um, okay. If you've been, if you, if you know the area that the RBC that's there kind of comes right to a, a sharp corner at the corner of 16th and, and 152nd, and this is going to open that entire area up in almost a three-story plaza in height and then also in depth with water features. So it'll be a really nice contemporary change to what to the White Rock area. Just out of curiosity, Craig, and I know you guys are early days for for this uh, question, but do you have any idea of who might be the commercial uh, leases? Like, do you have any any leases in place? For sure, RBC. They've moved up the road, and they're coming back in three years. Uh, they'll be our major anchor tenant. Um, there's been a bakery and a delicatessen, uh, a coffee shop, and a wine distributor as well. And that's at the lower level, like at street level. And on the corner of George Street, which is the street just east of, of uh, 152nd, we have a three-story small office building. And it's really designed for medical, uh, 2,200 square feet on each floor. I could really see uh, dental uh, and then like even a, even one of the major dental chains and then taking office space above. I could. That is what we've, we're planning for that. Wow. You've got Matt covered on the pastries and the wine, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're only uh, a half a block, a block from uh, Peace Arch Hospital, which really ties into there will be some medical services in that location for sure. Can so for people that are are less familiar with 
White Rock. Can you tell us, uh, it sounds like the immediate vicinity sounds like really exciting. Can you talk mm-hmm. a little bit more about, about the area and, uh, and why sh- people should be excited about this, this spot in White Rock? We've noticed from our buyer group so far that um, it, it's, it's a very distinct buyer group. I'm going to call it 54 to 67. Um, they've owned a home either in White Rock or in Ocean Park, which is, of course, part of White Rock. But uh, they made the transition to a townhouse five to eight years ago in the Morgan, Morgan Creek, Morgan Heights area. And now they're looking for the convenience of this location. Samyamu Mall is across the road with 300 shops and services. Uh, the hospital, as I said, is a block away. And then everything that is within walking distance, you are w- one block. You're in a kind of a radius of one block of everything that you would you would ever need. So, and it, so- it sounds like it's primarily downsizers. Yes, we've had the downsizer and then we've had the downsizer also purchasing for um, children that are in their 20s, getting them their start. We've seen a lot of that in the one-bedroom and den and smaller two-bedroom product. Okay. Well, well, maybe it's useful to talk a little bit about um, the types of units and, and kind mm-hmm. of the size of units and pricing. For sure. Um, our smallest uh, would be a 639 square foot one in den. And uh, that's that makes up about uh, 18% of our building. We actually went with a very large one bedroom, which typically you don't see anymore. You'd see it in older products, especially from the 70s and 80s. It's almost 700 square feet. And that was designed specifically for the buyer that spends six months of the year here in Canada and six, six months in the States. A great plan designed for entertaining, big open space, and gave people that flexibility that they're really looking for. Um, we knew there would be some move across buyers of the younger age that want to stay in White Rock themselves. So some two bedroom and dens in the 853 square feet right up into the mid 900s. And then your traditional 1000 square foot two bedroom product, bigger two and den. And then our flagship would be our e-plan that starts on the 13th floor and goes right up to the the 25th floor, 24th floor, pardon me. And it would be 1,427 square feet. So that is aimed, as you can see, directly at the downsizer. But we didn't get too heavy. Only about four and a half, five percent of our whole product mix is that. So, Craig, uh, how about um, how about the developer? Can you can you maybe tell us a little bit about the developer? John Rimple uh, of RDG, uh, gentleman's from New Westminster. Uh, him and his father, Henry, have been developing for over 40 years. You might know some of his pro- product projects, pardon me. He's doing uh, the Wexley Crimson. He did Monarch on Canby Street in Vancouver. Yeah, he's been uh, around and developing for a very long time and uh, has, a, has a real connection with the Valley. Uh, his dad's been developing in the Valley, Tri-Cities, Newestminster, uh, going back into the, into the 60s. Okay, sounds good. And, and we want to cover this incentive because right now it sounds like this is an incentive that uh at least i haven't heard of in this market right now can you tell us a little bit about this incentive yeah we uh, we're offering eight percent interest on your down payment until completion which is three years from now and it was really born out of uh the majority of our buyers as i said were downsizers and what i found is that they were equity rich they have money that's tied up in investments that they don't want to liquidate. And this was a hurdle we kept coming across going, 
geez, I'd buy if it wasn't three years from now, which is we always kind of giggle about. But in the pre-sale world, we have to, we need them to buy sooner rather than later. It's just how it goes. Right. And uh, and John and I uh, had a, many long conversations about it. And where we got to was, was this 8% interest on their deposit or on their down payment, pardon me, for, for three years or even possibly a bit longer. Um, John, as he puts it, we're we're going to invest in our in our owners, and they're going to invest in us, and that's going to be the two way street. And I find that in an incentive, that is is what really resonates with people. Um, you find if it's just realtor bonuses that don't benefit the purchaser, they don't have as much they don't have as much weight. So this was really this really came together out of understanding what our needs of our buyers are, and then at the same time. Uh, you know, what's going to drive the program forward because at, at the crux of it, every day that somebody doesn't purchase at Soleil is a day that they miss out on 24 to $71 worth of interest. Right. And can they bump up their deposit in this case? I think this will be the first time ever. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're going to laugh. I've had the, can I give you a hundred percent of your money, which we never get in pre-sale? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I'd like to put 80% down. <laughs> yes. Yes. And while we've had that question, um, you know, it's something that we, of course, can take 10% when we get our, our financing building permit, which would be July 11th. Um, we're going to, then we, we can go to 20%, but that's, uh, <laughs> we have to cut off the program somewhere. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> and is the, is the deposit structure then, it's 10, 10 uh, at the end of rescission or upon writing and, and 10 when you get the permits? It's a 10, five and five, essentially. So the 8% interest you'll earn immediately on the 10%. And when your five comes due, then you, you get 8% on the 15. And then, so, and then of course you'll get 8% on the full 20s when it comes in, in about nine months from now. What we have noticed that people said, you know, I'm just going to give you the 10 now percent. So I'll give you the, the additional 10 um, when you get your building permit. They just said, you know, we understand that there's an opportunity to earn a little extra interest. We're going to do that which of course helps the developer as well. Right. Craig, maybe going back to the building a little bit. Um, so what can we, do you have a sense of where strata fees will lie and are there any amenities in the complex? Yeah, we're at 38 cents, which is fairly typical for a building. With 178 homes, you can spread a lot of that cost over, uh, you know, over kind of all of the suites. I have this this kind of design element that I, I like to try and put into every project. And it's kind of when you're home, you're home. And what I mean is having all the amenities on one floor. If it's ever possible, you really want to create that clubhouse feeling. Um, so on our on our second floor, essentially what you end up having is two guest suites. And I'll get into that in just a second. You have an indoor gym, you have an outdoor gym, steam, sauna, hot tub, and then a 1500 square foot dining room with nano doors out to an area outside with soft surface for the kids. And where this came from is if our buyers truly were 54 to 67, which we, we projected, we knew that they will have grandkids that'll be coming. Uh, they knew, we knew that they'd have adult age uh, children coming to see them. And we also expected that people may not be buying the size of home they think they need. And that ties in with the guest suites is that we've had people say, you know, I have to have a two bedroom or two bedroom den. Then they realize there's two guest suites and they say, you know, I can put a few extra dollars in my pocket and just buy a large one bedroom or the one in den. So that was something we didn't expect. And then it became clear in our early, in the early days. And that 
was a bit of a game changer for me for this buyer group, because of course it's all about preservation of capital for them. And if they can put down 600 or 400 instead of 800 or 900, just for, for numbers, mm-hmm. that's a big difference. That's uh, you know, it's a, it's a more comfortable retirement. I love the way that you guys have kind of the building is so well thought out in regards to the target market. Um, the guest suites, for sure, uh, coming from people who drove to Kelowna uh, quite often to visit grandparents. Uh, I, yes. I'm wishing they had a guest suite in their condo. Oh, come on, Matt. Why? <laughs> it also it also came from, you know, you when you, we've done buildings before of this age. And what, what I found is that people tend to congregate and in areas that I don't like closed off amenity rooms where people can't see in, you know, people like to sit with their peers. They like to talk. And if you can see your friends in the gym, you can see, I'm not saying seeing them in the steam room (laughs) or the sauna, (laughs) but uh, you know, if you can see them in the yoga room or you can see farther down the hallway and what you notice is that there's four or five couples sitting at a table, having a glass of wine or at a book club, or there's something going on or, or watching the playoffs, whatever that is, you tend to have a better building. People who know people and, you know, that changes how a building interacts, how people interact with each other. I find stratas work better together when you know who your neighbor is. Oh, for sure. And I think, uh, yeah, creating culture, but also, um, as Matt was saying, like committing to your target market, I think as well, because sometimes you have buildings that tend to try to please everybody where they occasionally get it wrong. Right. And don't please Um, anyone. Do we, we, you know. I'm happy to hear you didn't put a bowling alley in it. <laughs> for, for sure, for sure. You know, but I was very close. If I had the space, I was very close to putting pickleball in. Yeah. Oh, pickleball would have been I'm good. I'm telling you, yeah. it's right in the wheelhouse. Yeah, you go to any community center in the Tri Cities or New West, and you can't get on. You'll be chased away. Yep, they. Uh, yep, it's it's pickleball morning. Yeah, stay away from here. I I was in Arizona earlier this year, uh, and yeah, pickleball is all the rage. That's for sure. Uh, so so craig it sounds like the completion date is uh is three years out if i'm if i'm not mistaken um are there any especially with these incentives do you you find there's any investors interested in the project like it sounds like it's primarily end user but does this appeal to investors you know, the buyer that we see in Central Surrey and Magnum, of course, we're in every marketplace, as you guys know. We are in, you know, North Vancouver, we're in Victoria, we're in Richmond. Uh, most of the classic or traditional investors we see in the marketplace find White Rock just a little too far. Even though the vacancy rate is next to zero, there's other projects or or product that's at Central Surrey that people would go to first is just how I see it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not to say that the investor just looks slightly different. So you might have the 50-year-old, 54-year-old couple that go, we may not move into it at 57. We might move into it at 60. So they may rent it for three years. You have, as I said, mom and dad's buying for their adult age children. So the investor is there. It's just they just look a bit different than what we normally see for an investor in in the condo market. That that's great. So, Craig, maybe as a as a final question here, what can people expect in terms of pricing? That's uh, that has been, I can tell you, in this marketplace, and you guys understand this. It's it's a challenging marketplace. We're trying to find where that market has that velocity to keep sales continuing, and we would fall right now as a building average about 850. 
Um, that puts a lot of the stuff on the lower floor in the 600s and the top floor with the views of the ocean and spectacular views of the ocean at just over a thousand. So it, it's a really good breadth. So we have, you know, our water view stuff, of course, is our premium and people who buy water view will always buy water view. And, they're, and then we have that, I'm going to call it that starter home product, you know, 594,000 for a two and den, two bathroom, 853 square feet. Um, you know, as I said, concrete, air conditioned, it hits all kind of, the, it checks all the boxes, if you'll say. And, um, and at a price point still that I don't think we've seen, these prices are in line with what Boza's Miramar was back in 20, what, 2015, 2016. Right. Yeah. That's, that's so there's fantastic. a ton of value out there. It's just, and this is kind of a day to day is how do we get them out there and trying to do interesting incentives that people that really resonate with people. And we've been seeing it with continued uh, sales. And I'll just, I'll jump into that. We're, we're now at 45%. We should be at 55, probably by the end of summer. Um, as I said, construction and, and, and building permit is scheduled for next month. So the project is moving ahead quite nicely for a marketplace like, uh, like White Rock, which typically doesn't see huge absorptions. For sure. And, and so the, so I guess you heard it here first, but there's still about half of the building for sale then. For uh, just a little bit more than, just a little bit more than half. And, uh, I always love to do this at the start of a, of a project with the developers where that, where are the homes going to be sold first? And we've had some of our view, we've had some of our value. We've had some of the stuff in the middle. Uh, so there's, there's a great selection of homes kind of on all corners and all views still available. Right on. So final question for you here, Craig. Someone out there is on the fence. Why should they buy at Soleil? Uh, first is convenience is if you're looking for that lifestyle where everything is at your doorstep, whether it's in your building, as I talked about with the amenities, or just outside your door with a save on across the road, um, wine store, great restaurants. Plus, you know, White Rock gets 21% more sunshine. I made that up. It's actually like 20, but <laughs> we're going to say 21% more sunshine. You know, <laughs> and, we have a fact checker, right? <laughs> <laughs> and of course the value, um, when you're looking at central Surrey now at the, at probably, you know, 850 a foot, um, this is the best priced and we this is our tagline, the best priced ocean view development in the lower mainland. If you look at, um, UBC, you're $1,200 a foot for ocean view or more. Uh, look at the waterfront in North Vancouver at the bottom of Lonsdale. That stuff's twelve, thirteen hundred dollars a foot. Downtown, we know the story there. So to try to find weather, convenience, a great building, a great developer, and then also at a price point of you know six fifty, seven fifty a foot, it's uh, it's really really hard to find all of those pieces. Right, and then combined with the incentive uh, of eight yes. percent, which. Uh, I mean, it's nice in and of itself, but if depending on what the market does is kind of a nice uh, uh, cushion there for somebody who's potentially thinking of selling a single family home in two, three years when uh, closer to completion, right? For, for sure. Um, and as we know, buildings always, you know, we, we expect the completion three years from now, but if it takes an extra month, we always get in the pre-sale world, oh, the building's late by a month. Now people are going to sit back and say, 
just be a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> take your time. Be a little longer. Yeah, take your time. Take your time. Exactly. Obstructing so, permits. <laughs> and, we, and we always, so to, or sorry, we always say, you know, yeah, hey, the delays cost the developers as well. But in this case, I mean, it's it's pretty clear. Yeah, it, it, you know, he's it's holding his feet to the fire, and it's back to his point: is I'm going to invest in my buyers. They've spent, they've invested in me, so I'm going to invest in them. And that is kind of that key of this incentive. The other thing too is, is, you know, we have lots of our clients have said to us, Hey, I'm going to use a line of credit for this because my savings are tied up and I've got equity. And I think as you guys know, you can write off the interest to your, uh, on your line of credit when you're buying an investment. So that, that's something we don't talk about because I want people to talk to their lawyers and their accountants, but that is a true fact. So there's different layers to this, to this investment that, uh, or sorry, to this incentive that, that people will discover on their own that it's more than just 8% when you start, when you start compounding those things, those things. That's phenomenal. Well, thanks again for taking the time. Uh, gentlemen, I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Interested in this project or other pre-sale condos? Head over to VancouverRealEstatePodcast.com and sign up today for VIP access. Vancouver Pre-Sale Condos. Brought to you by the Vancouver Real Estate Podcast. Okay, let's do it. <clears throat> this is the Vancouver Pre-Sale Condos Podcast. <laughs> 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 <laughs>